0: Hi there, and welcome to the world of gay animation, and like most gay animation, this was created by straight people. I'm Nito Kitsch, and welcome to tonight's meeting of the Gay Anarchist Yoga and Erotic Cooking Association. Tonight, we're looking at 2006's Queer Duck the Movie, which, as a warning, has a bunch of offensive jokes and outdated references in it. Surprise! Because of this, we need to balance this out with our own weirdly really specific and overly offensive stereotypes. So please welcome someone banned from Pornhub. It's Amelia. Hello
1: there. I am your local washed up celebrity train wreck, Amelia Bazard. <laughs> and I can be found at The nefarious Navigator on Instagram.
0: Next up, you can still find them at Skinamax at 3 a.m. It's Jack.
2: <laughs> well, hello, everyone. <laughs> and, uh,. I, I am, uh, you know, your your local every episode of Antiques Roadshow, always with some alcohol and a very nice smoking jacket, uh, Wildcat. <laughs> and I can be found at Jack on Instagram
0: and on Twitch. see no one has done their homework again. Finally, <laughs> Whoopi Goldberg just came in to
3: apologize for them. It's Ro. Hello! My name is Ro. And I'm a confirmed bachelor, and when I die, I'll be survived by another confirmed bachelor, and my scarf collection will be sold for millions. And you can find me at Susqueen Row on Facebook! <laughs>
0: queer, <laughs> queer animation is a small but important part of queer media. Having positive characters with queer traits helps foster understanding instead of reinforcing negative stereotypes and ideas. The concept of queer coding or adding queer traits usually to get around broadcast restrictions has been used for both positive and negative outcomes in animation. But then again, some are brave enough have to say, eh, fuck it, they gay. And that's what we're here to discuss in our first game, Draw Me Like your Animated Queers. <laughs> Let's face it, this is the exact same game we always do first, just with a different name for a cheap laugh. Uh, seven pieces of queer trivia for related media. Three answers, but I'm only looking for one. Everybody ready? let's go, go. alright here we go question one Icebox.com the production company behind Queer Duck loved them some stereotypes which of these was an actual series they produced was it number one Mr. Wong a series about a Chinese American butler voiced by a fat white guy doing a horribly offensive Chinese accent is it number two I'm not going to fucking make up examples of fictional racist cartoons or three literally even I have limits <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna go out on a limb and say number one i'm like that's not a real question let's get on to the real ones okay i i just really wanted that information to be known but i also didn't want that to be a point for this actual game so let's get on to the first one Question 1. Q. Allen Bracca produced a logo series Rick and Steve, the Happiest Gay Couple in the World, based off his internet shorts that got picked up by Spike and Mike's Sick and Twisted Festival of Animation. But the web shorts were also subject to which of these lawsuits? Number 1. Rick and Steve were based on Braca's friends who sued to have their likenesses removed. Number 2, the ACLU preemptively sued the series for harmful and derogatory depictions of the LGBTQIA+ community, believing the show was actually mocking the queer community, or 3, Lego sued asking Broca not to use the Lego bricks in the adult series since Lego is a brand for children. Yes, Amelia?
1: I believe it's the Lego one. You're correct. Ah, you yes. Yes. got it
3: just before I did. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I I was so excited. (laughs) I can't
3: believe they weren't sued by travel guru Rick Steves. (laughs) I was so sure that was going to be an answer. Like, even a fake answer, I would have been, like, so happy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Next time. Um, Question two. For what it's worth, some of the earliest queer animated TV representation to appear in my youth came from anime. In Sailor Moon, Sailor Neptune and Uranus were girlfriends in the original. What objectively worse relationship did they have in the North American version? Was it one, Uranus was made into a man? Two, they were made into cousins? Or three, they were made into Pokemans? (laughs) Ro. Ah,
3: They were cousins! (laughs) Say that again? They were cousins. <laughs> they were this correct. I was like spamming <laughs> trying Oh clicking, my god, to get they were there. cousins. <laughs> <laughs>
0: While never a Pokemon, only a Pokemon made in the Russian and Hungarian dubs, Uranus was a man in civilian form who transforms into a woman. I, I don't know, okay. Uh, but they were kissing cousins in the North American version. Both of those sound you know? objectively more gay than just having to be
1: girlfriends.
3: <laughs> Americans can't handle the gay.
0: <laughs> okay, Ro, you're going to be happy with this one. I wrote down how to pronounce this person's name. Bless. And now I'm going to mess it up. Persepolis is a gorgeous French Iranian animated film based on the life of Marjan Satropy. In the movie, the character Fernando comes out to Marjan as gay. Who was he? Was he one, her brother, two, her boyfriend, or three, her uncle? Yes, Jack. I'm going to go with uncle. No. That is incorrect. Minus one point for y'all.
2: Yay, I'm below zero. Bro?
3: boyfriend
0: that is correct
3: Ah, oh, oh, that was life. too obvious <laughs> <laughs> he
0: ends up stating something like if a relationship with her couldn't work then a relationship with any girl couldn't work uh, i don't know how to take that to be that guy
3: <laughs> i feel like i've known gay i feel like i've known gay people like that in my past <laughs> Speaking of knowing people, question four. The Simpsons has gone on forever
0: and thankfully has some queer characters along the way. Which of these confirmed queer Simpsons characters came out first? Was it one, gay assistant Waylon Smithers, two, gay music teacher Dewey Largo, or three, lesbian half of the twins, Patty Bouvier? Jack? Was it
2: the the twins? I, the... Yes. Yeah, yeah, because I, I, I don't watch The Simpsons, but I do remember like i I remember like they making a big deal about one of the twins being gay and that was like a controversy at the time
0: i mean the simpsons did do it so um despite patty and smithers sharing the stage on a pride float in 2002 joking they were both in the closet patty officially came out in 2005 as a lesbian and dewey came out in 2011 with smithers coming out in 2016 as of season 31 the simpsons has just over two hours total of gay jokes according to a video created by the podcast gayest episode ever I just,
2: I'm surprised it's, it's only two hours out of 31 seasons. It's, they, they have a whole episode.
0: Over, over two hours. It's just over, over two it's hours. It's like two hours and like 20 minutes or something.
3: Well, like, like they spent an then, entire like, episode turning Marge into a drag queen. And they only have two hours of gay jokes.
2: Yeah, like, they have a whole episode, like, where Homer's afraid of Bart being gay. With and, John like, Waters. Yeah, and like um hot stuff coming through like like, like i just zap
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: like I, I'm surprised it's only that much.
0: I want to clarify that the list is two hours long, not that there's two hours total of content. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of content, in 1970, the first standalone feature film to have queer characters was Mushi Productions' Cleopatra, directed by Ichi Yamamoto. And the person who created what? Was it one, Ultraman, the precursor to Super Sentai and Power Rangers? Two, the mind behind Astro Boy Blackjack and Kimba the White Lion? Or three, the school teacher who created Pogs?
3: <laughs> Row. Was it the creator of Astro Boy? Yeah, it was. Oh, it was! Uh, I was like, which of these is the gayest? <laughs> Osama
0: Tezuka is the father of anime and considered Jap- uh, Japan's equivalent to Walt Disney. Like Uncle Walt, he also had his horny side. <laughs> he Correct me if I'm wrong, but he also did Kimba the White Lion, right? Yeah, it was the mind behind Astro Boy, Blackjack, and Kimba the oh, White well, Lion. Oh,
2: well, yeah, but I was, I was like, I I couldn't remember right in my head. And I was like, wait, he did Kimba. Have you seen how they draw Kimba? Like, it's a little. uh."
0: Can you draw me like your anime lions? Okay, fine. Let's just go on to the next question. Question six. How queer characters have been more and more common in films as it has become more acceptable in society to discuss the topics openly? As such, queer characters have appeared in children's animated movies without backlash they would have gotten maybe a decade or two ago. Which of these queer characters did we meet first? Was it one, Bucky and Pronk, the gay married couple from Disney's Zootopia? Was it two, Neil's brother Mitch from Paranorman? Or was it three, Lena Waith from Pixar's Onward? Jack, Paranorman? You got it. <laughs> Yeah, (laughs) I I remember seeing that in theaters, too, and being like, yay! (laughs) (laughs) While openly gay characters have appeared in more adult animations in American cinema, this was the first time in an animated movie aimed at a younger demographic that a character was confirmed as gay inside the movie itself. In America... Did I say in America? Anyway... (laughs) I'll I'll fix that in post like I always do. <laughs> Alright. <laughs>
3: sure you will.
0: Now we're on to question seven. Historically the longest question, so I hope you're all sitting, unlike me. <laughs> question seven. Moral Oral is an adult swim parody of the Christian TV show Davy and Goliath that got super dark really fast. Um <laughs> In the 13th episode of season 3 titled Honor, what happens in its climax? Is it number one? Joe slash Bindi, after two seasons of being a bully and homophobic, comes out to Oral right before he plans to jump to his own death off the top of the church. Oral, who has been going through his own self-discovery journey, begs and says that he accepts him, which calms Joe down, only for Joe to fall to his death by slipping off the top of the church while trying to get back to safety. Is it number two? Reverend Putty has been threatened to be outed by Miss Sincerdahl if he doesn't resign and marry her as a power play. Putty instead prepares his Sunday speech not only as his own resignation, but also as his coming out publicly. Most of the episode is just him pumping himself up only to get to Sunday, and after resigning, he can't bring himself to come out. He tosses a second page of his speech that Oral finds, tries to head him back, but Putty just says, Just burn it, before he walks out of the church one final time. Or could it be number three? Clay Puppington, father of Oral, gets jealous seeing his crushed gym teacher Daniel Stofframe bonding with his own son. Clay bursts into his apartment to confront him, accusing him of raping Oral, then half apologizing and spilling his own feelings, only to no home homewit by adding Oral to the end of every line like, I need you in my life, Oral before he finally confesses that he loves him twice. Daniel breaks his heart by responding with, it's too late and I had fun, as Clay, with everyone in his family, leaves
3: Daniel's apartment one last time. Ro? Um, I believe it's Clint and the gym teacher have an ill-fated romance. You're correct. Yay! They like their material fun. I have so many friends who would be very disappointed in me if I got a question on Moral Oral wrong.
0: (laughs) Honor was the final episode of the series, even though a prequel episode was made in 2012. The episode ends with a flash forward showing Oral being an actual loving father and an unhappy picture of his father and mother on the wall. God, I love this series. (laughs) If this series was more gay, I would do an entire episode on it.
1: Yes, (laughs) it's so good.
0: Oh... Well, it looks like, this time, Ro has beaten Amelia and Jack to become what? our first winner of the night. What?
3: Say <laughs> <Damn. Wow. No. laughs> I haven't I haven't won a game since, but I'm a cheerleader. <laughs>
0: Would you like to hear what you won?
3: Absolutely.
0: You won the right to summarize this film for us.
3: Great! <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so... What can I say about um, Queer Duck the movie that hasn't already been said by people with actual film degrees? This movie is a hot, gosh darn mess. (laughs) Queer Duck and his four friends have silly misadventures filled with gay stereotypes, including gay duck turning straight, gay duck turning gay again, gay duck marrying... No, gay duck? Why am I saying gay duck? When they start over.
2: <laughs> no, keep <Gay>
3: going. <laughs> I was like, wait, the, this yeah, can't a different movie than me. The, uh, <laughs> the, uh, the gay duck turns gay. The gay duck turns straight. The gay duck marries a washed up buzzard who used to have a career on Broadway. Waits until she dies and then gets millions of dollars. The gay duck opens a theme park. Uh, the cat marries a drag queen. Who used to um, perform in clubs? I think there's a lot going on in this movie. Um. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good topic. I think that's some something. To that, like, was, that was to, to put it like mildly. And yeah, we that, and we find out <laughs> and we find out most importantly that all pandas are gay, and that's why they won't breed in captivity.
2: I'd say there's about
3: a good there's about a good fifteen minutes of plot hidden in this movie somewhere. If you're I'm, being generous. Yeah, I was going
2: to say, that's generous. I found, like,
1: like, maybe a minute and a half. There were just, like, a lot of very different mm. plots going on, and there were certain points throughout the movie where I was like, where will they go from here? Because the story is over, and then they just kept going to a new oh, plot. And also, like, oh, and okay. also, for
3: no reason so, <laughs> except, fuck it, why not, this movie is a musical? Basically. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: trying to... There was... Uh, I'm trying to... Okay, so... Uh, Richard Griffin, who is, like, this cult filmmaker, right? So, technically, he... And I love him. I would... I I would hug him, you know, if, you know, we, we weren't in a pandemic in check. But, uh, like, technically, he made the first <laughs> musical slasher film. And... Ooh. It, no, well, hold your ooze. Uh, so... it's <laughs> <laughs> like the best response? No, hold your ooze, please. <laughs> um it it rem- the musical numbers in this Remind me of the musical numbers in that because it's not really they aren't really like professionally recording and like timing out like the songs and stuff they're kind of just performing in the same session that they're doing like the voices by just like kind of harmonizing along uh it just it uh and it's like yeah this is a musical but like wink. i think <laughs> wink uh the film's biggest uh positive is just the quantity over quality uh, uh view of like telling jokes cuz this has like joke after joke after joke after joke after joke and if one doesn't and usually uh with exception but like usually if one doesn't land it keeps on going and it usually finds some that land like um John Lovitz randomly appearing and just like singing in a song about his penis Uh, like uh, the David Sedaris joke, the share joke, the share Um,
2: joke got me. I will, and just (laughs) shares on the floor.
0: (laughs) And it's like, and and that's like the wonderful thing. Like you can watch it, like, and things just don't land, but then things do land, and they land really well.
3: It's like keep making a joke, and eventually, like one will stick on the wall, like. Yeah, is the attitude to joke writing like if you make enough of them eventually one will be funny and somebody will laugh <laughs> who cares if that somebody is a gay person but somebody <laughs> will laugh
0: <laughs> eventually yeah <laughs> i mean this was the writer of the simpsons and the critics <laughs> it's. I also d-
2: going back to just like jokes that stuck like or didn't stick like and just the quantity of joke after joke after joke there were so many background jokes too and I found those a lot of time more enjoyable than like the actual jokes I loved the name of the the restaurant that openly gator works at uh t.s uh, oh yeah <laughs> yeah like I, I loved that and then like there was just a um A moment where uh, Queer Duck was drinking milk, but it was Harvey milk. And I was like, (laughs) I I was like, if you don't know who Harvey milk is, it's like, whatever. But if you do know, you're like, oh my God, really? (laughs) I think animation, you know, is great at. And that's one of the things I love about animation is like the just potential for all these background jokes. Um, And like I said, I found myself. More often than not, like I was laughing at those rather than the actual jokes they were cracking on, you know, from the characters.
0: A lot of the jokes in this, I feel, are like referential jokes. Like it's, it's like the Harvey Milk thing. It's like it's funny because his name is Harvey Milk. He's on a milk carton. It's funny because Oscar wall was a gay person, and you know, uh, Wildcat is an animal. So Oscar Wildcat. That's you know, uh, it's a funny, uh-uh. it's a funny name and stuff like that. But, uh they don't really do anything beyond like a surface level reference. Like they could have done something like made made him like, you know, he writes plays. Uh, maybe he does it, you know, he can keep like the, the, the horny old guy thing. And so he writes plays just to sleep with actors or something. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's, you know, but instead he's like, he's on antiques roadshow. That's he does antique selling, I don't even think that was an Oscar Wilde reference. I think it's just like, oh, gays like, gays like antiques kind of thing. And and then just have like just, <laughs> then you have just like offensive, for the sake of being offensive jokes, like the Michael Jackson thing. It's like, that's not a gay joke, uh, you know, and it's, it's something that's been used against the gay community to demonize them. It's is not really a reference you should be putting into a movie that's supposed to be like pro gay, you know. Yeah,
2: that was just like a a topical joke that's like of the time that seemed thrown in there, which I found a lot of those in this movie as well. Like, yeah, not not to cut you off, sorry. Um, no, go go for it. <laughs> but like, I feel like that was one of the biggest detriments of this movie. Is um, uh, you know, to name just one of the many, um. But it's so dated. Like, there's so many, like, if you, like, if you were to show this to somebody who was born in 2002, you know, somebody who's almost 20 now, they wouldn't get a lot of the jokes in it because, like, I even found myself a couple times like, really? Oh, yeah, I remember that. But, geez, that's a, that's an old joke. That's an old sticking point, you know, um, which... I, I don't know how to feel about that.
0: Like, in a shorter form of media, I think they kind of might work better if they were handled differently.
2: Yeah, and I, I have a question just for, was this based off a show, or was this just, like,
0: <laughs> they just
2: made uh,
3: Yes, there is a series of animated shorts, most of which you could probably find on YouTube. Unfortunately, you can find them um, all on YouTube. Um, And I think most of the side characters from the movie have recurring slots in the actual animated shorts. Like, I know that Joan Rivers is a character that is in both the shorts and the movies. And it should Mm -hmm. be mentioned that
0: the movie also uses clips from the shorts and
3: just, like, redoes some of the language. So, coming at it like you from somewhere where you haven't heard of the property before I would imagine it's not that hard to jump in.
2: Oh yeah, and, and and I agree. I I will say that that does kind of work for it in that like I didn't need to have seen anything to still like get it and get who the characters are. I just I also kind of felt like I'm I'm missing something still like that yeah. Uh, that being just... said,
3: this movie is still a hot mess. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh god,
2: oh,
0: uh, a hot mess in a dumpster. <laughs> <laughs> so for for anyone who doesn't know, I actually went to college originally on an animation scholarship, and I can say because I looked into like the type of flash animation on Newgrounds and other places around the same time, this. <laughs> This is this is it's the, so, bad. <laughs> this is oh <laughs> so bad. This is horrible. So bad. Oh my god! And I like did animation, like sprite animation, in high school too. And this this is fucking horrible. <laughs> like they could have yeah,
2: like,
3: been to produce this.
2: Paramount movie. produced this and distributed this movie. Like it had money, and it it's worse than South Park, and South Park's notoriously bad on purpose, and this was worse. <laughs>
0: All right, all right. Let's just get let's just get it on with. Let's talk about the crass and offensive humor. Oh my god,
2: where do we start?
0: In the in the dumpster fire,
1: apparently. Uh, points at the entire movie. Yeah. <laughs>
0: so I had this thought when I first watched it back in 2010, and it kind of it stuck with me every time I've watched it since. Um, it feels like. It, feel, it feels like they're using the fact that they have a gay protagonist as a shield to make really offensive jokes and be like, oh, no, it's not that bad. We have a gay protagonist. It's totally cool. You know, like it's jokes that are aimed directly at the gay community and not for the gay community, Um, which there are crass and offensive movies that were, I, I, I get, get that.
3: You know, like, I could see that. Yeah. Uh, the, 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 <laughs> the gays. What else do the gays like? Antiques? Liza. <laughs> Liza, baseball liza. baseball yeah. do they like the tight baseball pants is that something the gays like i don't know i'm not gay what would i the gays
0: do? like liza we have to put her in and streisand and right <laughs>
2: and then yeah. make a, a horrible like you know anti-semitic joke about streisand's nose
0: like
1: well, and also about his beak, because at one point he's like, "Oh, you're Jewish," and he's like, "Oh yeah, I got my beak fixed."
0: Since there's only Mike uh, Rice like writing this, so it's just him with a mirror. He's just looking at. It, he's like, "Hmm, what other <laughs> gay jokes can I
3: throw in this?" What <laughs> else looks at himself do like, in the, the mirror. Friends like to talk about. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Looks at himself in the mirror, laughs, goes back to writing. <laughs> <laughs> hmm.
0: see. What what do gays like? Antique roadshow, milk. Um Oh yeah, they they really love they tell evangelists and, prank and calling them. And Disneyland, like
2: <laughs> our version of Disneyland. No, we we'll just call it Happy Land. Right,
1: I was gonna say they hate Disneyland because remember Queer Duck bought Disneyland and turned it to fairyland no he
0: True. he bought it he bought happy Land, not Disney. disneyland Sorry, is, ha- Disneyland happy was uh, is in this universe because they mention it twice, right. but it's not happy Got it's, it but it's not Happyland, but Happyland also has a son whose father is in a cryogenic state and basically yeah. Walt Disney and The it Walt Disney
2: sense. rolling in his grave, yeah.
0: I think it, yeah. I think in the original like show Happy Land was actually owned by the mascot that was doing
1: the happy thing. Oh. Oh. Can... I think I might have missed the dimensions of Disneyland and all the all the jokes. They they were quick. They were all the... quick.
2: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> can, can I tell you the thing that I think upset me the most about this movie? Go ahead. It it's the fact that they they um when Queer Duck and um Bizarred. I can't remember her first name. Um, Lola. Are, he, re, Right. They're at a restaurant. They're doing like the, the Lady and the Tramp spaghetti scene. And like they make all their jokes. And then they have um, this dude start singing, you know. And, you know, the song is whatever. But then Queer Duck stops him just before he says um, the very offensive, you know, term for, you know. A gay uh that starts with an f that i'm not going to say and then i was like okay so they drew a line they're not gonna say it you know they they even they're like just no and then not maybe 10 minutes later um at the the funeral they have oscar wildcat just say uh you know like instead of our flags are at half mast they're it's like all of our are at half mast and i was like Okay, so you 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 had something good in that you weren't gonna say it, and then you just were like, "Whatever, we're gonna throw it in anyway." And I, I was like, "I I'm I already let down," but that was the moment that I was just like, "All right, I I don't know that I have anything redeeming about this anymore."
0: And then they used that line again in the credits for you know a blooper. thing. They did,
2: and they had the voice actor like even kind of scoffing at it at the same time. Like he laughs, but at the same time, his laugh almost feels a little uncomfortable. To me I don't know, maybe I'm reading too much into that, but I was just like that kind of hurt a little bit, you know it's
3: like <laughs> one one of those it's like one of those things where like if you get the gay character to say it, then it must not be quite as offensive even though right. it still totally is, you know?
0: <laughs> and that word in itself is like uh, a whole larger conversation, but it's also about like context. It's about how you say it. It's about how it's used specifically uh, that makes it offensive. And you can clearly tell that the voice actor has no <laughs> idea how to fucking use it. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yes. <laughs>
2: I I feel like, Had they just been like, let's let at least one gay person, like, or someone who identifies as gay or queer in any way, read this at least once before we, like, green light it to be made. Maybe, like, it, it could have been so much, like more you know um,
0: every straight writer who tries to write a gay comedy has to have like a gay person behind them sitting judgingly and every time they write a joke they have to say it out loud to them and gauge their reaction to see if it's good or bad or offensive or just stupid that is my vote and also it creates jobs huh <laughs> oh looks like the movie's not being made <laughs> so so we have a lot of critiques about this movie, but we also need to offer some solutions so we don't seem cynical. This brings us to our next game, Script Doctor. Sometimes it takes an offensive stereotype to fix another offensive stereotype. So tonight's offensive stereotypes are going to try to redeem their existence by fixing some problems in this movie. Going first is Amelia.
1: Yes, um, I would honestly uh, make it into a comic book probably um and change it out for a different writer maybe somebody gay just in this particular instance i think there are a lot of offensive things about it but Let, let's just scrap it and have somebody else write
0: it. <laughs> you know john baldassarre burned all of his bad <laughs> art,
3: so why can't we burn this up next we have roe <laughs> um My biggest problem, well, maybe not the biggest problem, but the one that I'm most willing to talk about right now is the fact that none of the songs in this movie particularly have anything to do with the plot. So my solution is, ask Paramount for some money. Get a second writer. Expand on this script a little bit so you don't need so much filler. Just write some decent music, please. (laughs)
0: Go on to freesounds.com. That's freesounds.com. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jack? Uh,
2: I I would say that uh, among the many things that I just kind of loathe about this, um, one of the things that really gets me is the fact that there, like we've talked about, there really is no plot. Everything just moves from one thing to the next. Um Spurred on by nothing, and um, I think the solution would be get a writer who's uh, taken at least a community college, you know, level writing course to actually see if they could get some <laughs> subtext or some depth in there.
3: Can we rename this game to "The Cast of the Gay Anarchist Yoga and Erotic Cooking Association" asks Queer Duck to hire a second writer.
0: <laughs> I'm so proud. Our first bad movie. Um, (laughs) All right, and now it's time for a final showdown. This is the episode you ask me on. (laughs) You volunteered, astronaut. I did. I did. I'm excited (laughs) to be here. (laughs) You're welcome here anytime. And now it's time just for take our me final to the showdown. And the first time we have a recurring showdown game, recurring from latter days. We have gay set match. Two stereotypes go head to head with their answer to a category, with the third choosing between them. After three rounds, we tally up the points and go to the next category. Everyone ready? Let's do it.
2: Like most things in my life, I think I'm just going to wing this. <laughs>
0: All right, you offensive stereotypes. This movie has a pretty impressive voice cast, but which character wasted their voice actor the most? For Round one is going to be Amelia versus Jack. After you. Amelia's up first. Amelia?
1: Yeah, I uh, definitely am going to say that Tim Curry is most wasted in this because why is he even in this? He is the one redeeming thing about this movie, I mean... <laughs> maybe. But <laughs> I,
2: I originally was also going to go with Tim Curry, but then I thought Mark Hamill because he, I, I feel like he only has one line, and it's a dick joke. Like it's the footlong, like ten dollars you can see it, twenty dollars to touch, or something like that. And I felt like that's the only thing I actually heard him in, and I was like. I know that's his voice, like, he's a really great and very talented voice actor, but why only this one line? Why not use him for more?
0: Alright, Ro, you get to choose between I See You Shiver with Queer Tissa Patient versus Luke, I Am Your Dick Joke. Oh,
3: God. um, Honestly, that y- y'all made it really tough. I think I... I think I have to go with Mark Hamill based solely on the amount of lines. All right, and the first point goes to Jack.
0: That takes us to round two, Jack versus Ro. Jack, would you like to keep Luke, I am your dick joke?
2: Um, I think I'll I'll, I'll keep Luke, I am your dick
0: joke. (laughs) Okay, Ro, whose voice are you throwing in the ring?
3: Um... Well, seeing as how Billy West played a main character and even got to sing a song, I think I'm going to have to go with Andy Dick, who um, was only here to play, um, I think he played a couple of voices, but the one that he did was Elizabeth Taylor, which was the most notable. So I'm going to have to go with Andy Dick as Elizabeth Taylor. (laughs) Alright, so your choice is Andy Dick is soft. Did mm-hmm. you I mean it shouldn't be that hard. Have you seen any of the comedy central roasts? Like...
0: I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm not gonna comment on that. Amelia, your choices are Luke, I'm your dick joke, or Andy Dick is soft.
1: Luke, I am your dick joke.
0: And another point goes to Jack. <laughs> 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 all right all right and now for the final round of category one Ro, would you like to keep andy Dick a soft?
3: <laughs> you know what I'm, I'm i'm not gonna win so why not let's let's go with andy dick <laughs> okay. and amelia would you like to keep
0: i see you shiver with queer tissa
1: yes i would that is my final answer
0: Okay, fine. Don't let me finish the joke. Jack, what is your choice? <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> <laughs>
3: See,
2: it, that's also kind of hard for me because, uh, again, like, yeah, how do you waste Tim Curry? And, and I, I think his character was a pig. I, I yeah. Don't, yeah. And he, yeah. And then. Andy Dick, yeah, he got a couple of characters, but most notably was um, Oscar Wildcat, or at least for me, most notably was Oscar Wildcat's, um, or was was he Oscar Wildcat's uh, love interest?
0: Uh, yes, he was. Not
2: the not the singing, but the voice of for I think sure. he pitched up his voice um, for the singing. And I don't know, like it's hard. I I think I kind of as much as I love Tim Curry, I think I might have to go with andy dick just because they put that character into like the most like of like the conversion therapy plot line if you can call it that um and that made me feel but- bad
0: <laughs> all right well ro gets the point
3: <laughs> yay by the way, I would love to see at least one week go by where we watch a movie without a conversion therapy plotline.
0: <laughs> I mean, next week has murder, shirtless guys, and vampires, so... Yeah, that's a what? different
3: type of conversion. Let's go. <laughs>
0: <Yes>. <laughs> Let's go on to category two. Because there are so many random side gags and callbacks and one-off jokes and things that go nowhere and just flashbacks and... <laughs> You gotta, you gotta cut one of these plot lines. There's just too many. You gotta choose, and the people who are gonna choose are Roe versus Amelia in round one. So tell me, Roe, what you gonna cut?
3: Um, I realize this is a podcast about gay things and queer things, but in a surprise twist, I think I'm going to go with. Uh, gay duck turning into the most reductive straight person every ever. <laughs> like he was shown various pictures of females and he's like, "Hot, hot, a doer, I guess, hot, whatever." <laughs> like, <laughs> I feel like they had a chance to turn queer duck straight and make it like way more funny.
1: Yeah. All right, Amelia,
0: you got to cut something. What's you going to um, cut? Mine
1: is actually the scene where he tells his parents that he's getting married. I just thought it was too long. It it wasn't that funny. I, I don't know. I, we just could have not had it. <laughs> okay.
0: So, Jack, you have to choose between equally offensive and marriage just isn't funny.
2: <laughs> um that's hard because uh yeah they were both um they were both yeah (laughs) (laughs) i think i think i'm gonna have to go with marriage isn't funny on that one um just because i think that was just more of a throwaway than anything else so yeah i'd have to say like the, the most throwaway plot was the the marriage isn't funny
0: Alright, and the point goes to Amelia. Next up, Jack versus Roe. Jack, what do you got for us? Oh um I would have to say
2: uh the the thing that felt the most throwaway and like useless to me was like just by polar bear. <laughs> like it felt so pointless to even have him as a character. At all? Like, he did nothing in the whole thing. Like, I don't remember literally anything that he contributed to the story.
0: All right. Well, since I believe Ro is going to keep theirs, Amelia, you get to choose for So Pointless I Can't bear Leave It versus Equally Offensive.
1: Hmm. Yeah. I'm going to go with the bipolar bear. Because I also think, too, I know this is 2006 that this movie made, but in 2020... I feel like we're not on the laughing at mental illness vibes, so, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Oh, I
0: get that on a deep level. The point goes to Jack. So now we're at the final round. Amelia, would you like to keep Marriage Isn't Funny?
1: I do, yes, yes. Or, sorry, I do. And what about you, Jack?
0: <laughs> do you want to keep yours? As
2: <laughs> uh, pointless as baseball,
0: yeah. All right, Ro, it's up to you. Marriage just isn't funny or so pointless I can't bear leave it.
3: I think I'm gonna have to go with marriage isn't funny, only because Bipolar Bear is a main cast member and does do things in the limited series. That means
0: tonight's least offensive stereotypical joke is Jack. <laughs> hey
1: <Hooray>.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs>
1: Woo! Congratulations. Thank you, thank polite, you. Polite glitch. <laughs> <laughs> Polite gate
3: clapping from the background. <laughs> You've got nothing for disappointment
0: from here on out, my friend. Oh, yay.
2: I'm excited for that.
0: <laughs> so, Jack, you're tonight's big winner. And I just have to know, would you recommend this movie?
2: Uh, no. Not not at all. <laughs> uh, on the basis of literally what I thought was the worst joke in the whole thing. And that was the, the cutaway to ass pirates of the caribbean like that just that alone is like nope this is too lazy to recommend to anybody at all just stay away
0: <laughs> all right next up Ro. do you love this movie or do you loathe this
3: movie <laughs> <laughs> Um if you hate yourself and you have an hour to waste then by all means go for it. But I'm going to have to give this movie a hard pass.
0: <laughs> and I thought you liked it. Okay, Amelia.
1: Yeah, you know in good conscience I cannot recommend this movie. <laughs> um yeah.
0: I think I'm actually
1: tearing up because I have too much wrong. <laughs> This is what this movie is.
0: So, and what I'm gonna try to make a rarity, um the host is going to give a recommendation for this movie that you should skip it. There are yeah. plenty of other offensive, crass gay movies. Another gay movie, Rick and Steve, another gay sequel, you know, there there are plenty of movies that are made for the gay community and not directed at the gay community with the humor. The only thing that keeps getting stuck with me is the stupid theme song. And as soon as that is gone, my life will be so much better and I can get this movie out of my life.
3: <laughs> hopefully, for a long, long, not going to lie. Time. I expelled m- most of this movie's content from my brain. As soon as we finished watching it, See, I remember yeah. you saying you liked it, and I'm a little confused. I that. liked it in so much as I could not wait to tell everybody how much I hated it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, speaking of telling people about movies, that's what we think. But if you've seen this movie or ended up for some reason watching it, we'd love to hear your thoughts and your experience with it. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Ecopod. that's G-A-Y-E-C-A-P-O-D. While you're there, why not suggest a movie for us to watch in the future? We're always looking for new suggestions. We can't wait to experience more movies with you. Well, you know what they say, when you're at the bottom of the dumpster, it can only get better. So let's find out how tonight's guest would modernize and m- make this movie... Somehow better. Amelia.
1: Um, I would actually just make it a bunch of TikToks. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. It's just that way at least too for this. That way we could just get all those like insane number of jokes that are just like kind of one offs out of the way. There we go, done. I think the ga-
3: <laughs> I think the gay panda joke would work really well as a TikTok sound actually. <laughs> I agree. I agree.
1: <laughs>
0: All right, Jack, come on. Fix it, baby.
2: Um well, considering I don't think it can get any worse, <laughs> I would uh give it a gritty reboot and let Michael Bay direct it no. because at least then we have the excuse of saying, "Well, it's a Michael Bay film." <laughs> <laughs>
0: talk about a flamer um have you ever heard of the plus chronicles oh my god i don't
2: i don't know that i want to hear about this
0: i'll tell you later <laughs> all right bro <laughs> fix it please
3: um i don't think you can just toss the whole thing in the trash and set it on fire baby <laughs>
0: Okay then well I'm Nato Kitch reminding you that you can be both a feminist and against pegging. Later. (laughs) Oh god, yeah. It's true. (laughs) (laughs)